Hi, I'm Dana, a former TV presenter and radio host. But to Luca and Darcy, I'm known as... Mom! Maybe one day they'll realise I used to be cool. Being a mum has been my greatest joy and biggest headache. It's taken me to playgroups and parent gatherings, mainly for cake and coffee, but also to meet parents and swap stories, which reminded me I'm not alone and the things we face are normal. And that's what this podcast, Parents We've Met, is all about. Well, every Pixar animated movie I find myself at the end, it's always some <laughs> heartfelt story about parents. Oh, geez, like the other day, my kids are looking at you like, are you crying at this thing? I'm like, yeah, I'm crying, all right. <laughs> just, just sit here in the movies for a bit longer, guys, before the lights get on. I don't think we're meant to do this parent gig alone, and I knew I needed a bit of a coach to help me along the way. And that's where Jenny comes in. Oh, boy, I think so. <laughs> A little bit more faith, Jenny. I read Jenny's book, KFC, which at first I thought was going to be a mean recipe, but instead I found what I was really needing. I needed to know how to be kind, firm and calm. Yes, another servant of that, thanks, Jenny. Every parent has their own story and their own struggles, so join us as we chat through the magic and mess of this parenting gig. Kapai, Jenny. Welcome to Parents We've Met. In this episode, we hear from a dad who we really admire and who you might also happen to know and love too. Ben Boyce is a bit of a New Zealand radio and TV legend, and he's been making people laugh for years. We reckon he might have been the king of dad jokes and pranks before he became a dad himself. Alongside his busy media job, Ben is doing the tough but wonderful job of raising two kids alongside his wife, Amanda. That's your intro, Ben. I oh, see so you got you got the script. I sent you. It's calling me. I don't think anyone's ever called me a legend before, but thank you very much oh, for that. Really, you got an award, and it was for the funniest person on TV. And I'm like, that is a yeah. real. That's a lot of pressure. Shouldn't have happened, to be honest. It shouldn't have happened, but it's nice. It's nice. I mean, those things probably don't mean anything to anyone outside of the industry or anything. But it's it's nice every now and again to to be recognised. Actually, talking about being recognised, I was thinking about that on the way over here with parenting stories. And, you know, the job that I've been lucky enough to do does, you know, now and again people do recognise you, but we've got a big fluffy white dog, um, Bo, Samoy dog, very cute dog. And um, just after our TV show got cancelled, Jono and Ben were walking him and some lady came up and said, can I get a photo with the dog? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And so I sort of stood away with with the lead trying to get out of the photo, so just (laughs) her and the dog. And as she walked away, Indy, my daughter, who must have been about seven or eight at the time, just put her hand, almost patronising on my shoulder and said... Remember when people used to get photos of you, Dad? I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> that was a real, it was a good levelling moment from a kid. Kids do that. Yeah, I love it. They yeah. keep it real. They definitely do. But as you say, you go from, uh, the good thing about being a dad, you go from jokes that have been bad jokes to dad jokes. So I kind of, you know, like, a, it's good for me now. Actually, being a parenting podcast, we should probably start with getting a bit of idea of your family. So can you give us a bit of a age and stage and who's in your whanau? Yeah, sure. Um, so my wife, uh, Amanda, uh, so we met... Uh, Many years ago, she, we were doing radio. I was writing ads. I wrote Novus Shosha Crack. That was probably the only ad that I ever wrote that's still around. Um, she's now a teacher, which is actually really awesome because the kids are getting to that stage now where <laughs> I probably can't help them with the maths homework. It's getting too hard for me. Uh, so she's really awesome at that. Uh, Indy is uh, the youngest. She's 11. And Sienna's 13. And first year of high school for Sienna and first year of intermediate for Indy. So they're at, you know, every summer. I mean, it's wow. such a cliche. It goes so fast. Everyone 
everyone says it goes fast and you just want to freeze time and you can't um, but every new stage is, is just awesome even though it's you know it's a real big step up I think from primary to intermediate and intermediate to, to high school and uh, but yeah, they're both they're both awesome. So proud of them, and you know, and, and just how they are, just they're their own people, their own unique you know, people, and just their own personalities. It's pretty cool. You know, even though they've grown up in the same house, same parents. It's funny how you know kids can be the same in a lot of ways, but very different with their personalities. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. You know, and he's very. Um, Jono, who I work with, always calls Indy like a 55-year-old woman in an 11-year-old uh, <laughs> body because she's so she loves pot plants, she loves candles, she loves she does self-care Sundays where she's like, I have a bath, I read a book, and I do this thing to prepare myself for the week. She loves being organised with a Google Doc. We went to Santa a few years ago, and um, Santa was like, "What would you like for Christmas?" She's like. I've got a Google Doc. I've got it all on the list, you know. <laughs> so, and Santa's looking at me at the wall like, what's she talking about? Yeah, so that's Indy, which I love. She's very organized and um, just awesome like that. And then, um, you know, she'll put herself to bed if she's watching a movie with us on a Friday night. And she's like, it's late. I want to go to bed. And you're like, it's Friday night. She's like, I'm tired, uh, which is awesome. And then Sienna's just so bubbly. And not that Indy's not bubbly, but she's, so, she's, she's a real show person. She loves to be the center of attention and so good in a room with people and, and talking to people and kind of acting, which is kind of cool that you've got these unique sort of personalities out mm. of these two people it's yeah. cool yeah, I love how you're kind of landing on just noticing how different your girls are yeah. and accepting that. And kids just want to be kind of have that sort of grounding of mum and dad have noticed, my parents have noticed what I'm like and what I don't like and kind of let, let them run with that. And what their passion is, I guess, as well, too, is finding out what they what they like and what gets, you know, what they're into and the things that you, yeah, you know, the things that we'll do together, you know, the three of us or the four of us as a family. But there's also things that you're like, oh, well, this is, you know, India and I will do this thing or Sienna and I will do this thing because you know that that's what they they enjoy and trying to you know give them you know be with them and try and support them on the things that they really they really like to do but it's yeah it's very it's sort of you know and the things that, as a parent that work for one doesn't work for the other so that's been a real learning curve I guess that every kid is is different Beautiful. Hey, Ben, when I'm, the coaches do a, a coaching session, we ask parents a, kind of a big question. We frame it as, we frame it as, what's your dream for your kids? Right. When they leave home, whatever age that is, what would you like to see? How would they have grown and developed? So, you know, imagine um, your girls as, you know, 18-year-olds or, or more. What would you like to see by then? I'm not looking forward to that day, you know, um, because you do, as I said before, you do want to freeze time and I love, you know, I love everything about them and, you know, being with them and all that stuff, but they do, they grow up and that, and that's going to happen. You just, I guess you hope that you have played a part, a big part in sort of helping them to kind of have an idea of who they want to be, what their passions are, what their dreams are, and at the same time also be just lovely, caring people in society. And I'm proud of them now, and I'm sure I'll be proud of them then. And at the same time, I don't, I don't want that day to come. Um, my wife always gives me grief because, you know, I do work silly hours from time to time and when I do have time off I want to be with the family I want to be with the kids she's like we could go on a holiday the two of us I'm like what about the kids why can't the kids come she's like we can't have a holiday or we can't have a weekend away or a night away without the kids so I'm always you know because I know that it's not gonna you know someone said once I think you get maybe 18 summers or something mm. with your kids you know when they're living at home and 
And I keep saying that to kids. I'm like, you're not going to want to hang out with me. And they're like, yeah, we will. But, you know, eventually they won't, that won't happen, you know. And then they do love hanging out with their friends and doing sleepovers or hanging out the mall and things. And you're like, and that will happen. And then as a parent, you, you can't hold on forever. But it's uh, at the same time you want to, I guess, in a lot of ways. I'm going to try as yeah, long yeah. as possible. I think as well, too. Yeah, especially in the teenage years. I'm like, oh, we just lock the door. I know. I'm like, we need to start saving. We need a pool at our house. We want all the, you know, the kids to come to our place. It's going to be the fun place to be. So. Be the place, yeah. Exactly. It's a really good theory. Yeah. We'll yeah. try we'll try and implement that one. Particularly <laughs> the teenage years are just, you know, with tween to teen is just they're just starting in our household. Um, I've got a six year old, almost six year old and a three year old. And those years I know they're gonna come fast, but I'm <laughs> Oh, teenage years. I've got a little bit more time. Glad oh, to no. hear. It'll, it'll sneak up on you. Everyone says that and you're like, whatever, but it does. It yeah. does. It definitely does. So I've got a bit of a, a picture of your family now. And I find with parenting, you know, you're making it up as you go. You're learning a lot. Yeah. But also quite often you lean on to how you were parented. So, I mean, I look at you and you're a fun guy. You like to push the limits sometimes with some of your pranks and stuff. You know, you like to have a laugh and make people laugh. Where do you get that from? Is that from a particular parent? I think it's probably like a lot of kids in some ways. You are kind of a mix of uh yeah of your parents um yeah so I definitely my dad's uh he's a really good talker he loves uh, he's he loves a, a speech or he, he used to carry in his wallet when I was a kid he'd carry a list of 100 songs he could play on guitar <laughs> and so you knew if you're at someone's place and dad pulls out the guitar and a list of 100 songs you're like oh I'm sleeping on a couch at this person's place tonight until they're gonna take me home at some stage you know so that he loves that sort of thing and um you know and also the fact that I do remember going to sports games as a kid and he would um now and again get me to take that a couple of beers in my backpack because no one would check my beers to go through you know so that's probably where it became a tv segment we did for a while there trying to sneak beer and you know so I probably got that <laughs> from my dad as well he's a great talker uh but then from my mum I think I probably got the fact that my mum is so bubbly and she's so lovely and I want to try and be like her and she wants everyone to to like it she's so fun to be around she's always singing she's friendly she you know and I I do try and be like my mum in that regard and I probably have that thing that not everyone's got in media and I wish I didn't where you want people to like you and you and you realize that not everyone's going to like you and you know Google John and Ben and you, if you want to feel better about yourself uh, you know because there's some comments out there you know from time to time that, that can be hard but you know and that's the nature of the job you do but you do at the same time you know you, you just you want people to like you. And often our kids are thrown into that world too where it's really important for them to um, feel like they're going to be liked and it's pretty cruel out there. So how do you navigate that one? I guess it is a bit scary, with particularly with social media and everything as well too. Um, You know, social media I think is is a great thing and and almost like the worst thing at the same time. You know, it's great, it's good and bad and depending on how you navigate that. And I think for every parent trying to work out what is uh, you know what is okay what what you allow your kids to do especially with device time at whatever age it is um so you know like uh, my uh, my daughters both of them now they've got to intermediate have uh, like our old phones that for you for security you know like when they you know so you know we'll take the bus to high school and stuff but then you're like why didn't give me my old phone for you to take 32 photos of your face to send to your friends on snapchat you know like like what at what level do you sort of you know do you sort of try and monitor and, and also try and trust what they're doing and I have um you know, like uh, there's a lot of things that they probably see that I've done over the years. They'll be like, well, you've done this. And then, <laughs> why am I not allowed to do that as well? But I do, you know, talk about, you know, society. It's harder in some ways to make mistakes these days because things live on and things forever. So I try and sort of 
and flick that on you know talk, tell the girls about that but you know it, it, my parents tell me things that I didn't always listen to as well mm. not that they're not listening to but it just it sinks in a lot more later on um, but yeah device time is another one particularly when my job involves sometimes you know social media or being on my laptop and things Indy uh, my daughter had a great hack I thought the other day we're like no devices in the room you're not going to have any more devices and I walked past her room and she was folding her washing which was great and she had her iPad in the hallway and she's like it's not my room and she was watching a show <laughs> she was watching a show from the hallway I was like oh you've actually outsmarted me there but yeah so but it is it's a really interesting one to navigate I think Mm. I was um, looking at an interview with Chris Hemsworth the other day and he was talking about, um, you know, being out with his family yeah. and, you know, you're, you're having a meal, there's tantrums and you're so aware of all these eyes on you. Like, what are you going to do? Do you, I mean, I'm not saying that you're the equivalent, you know, New Zealand's I'm Chris not, No, definitely. I wish I was from New Zealand's Chris Hemsworth. That's for sure. I think he gets a few more eyes on him than I would anywhere. But have you felt the eyes on you, especially when your kids are younger and you're like trying to have a meal and they're like throwing food and you look around the room and people are like, oh, is he going to have a laugh about this is really gonna lose his cool. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Every every parent probably feels those eyes on you. You know, you you, you walk a baby onto the plane, and everyone's like, oh, this person's bringing a baby. <laughs> on. Yeah, but you do. There is definitely occasions where I've been out and about, and the, and the kids have. Now you look back and laugh, and I mean, you can tell stories. Uh, you know, on here or on radio about some of the the funny ones. Um, one in particular, I think I remember when Sienna was really young, my oldest, we talked about uh, anatomy, and we're talking about things, and she didn't say much after the conversation. Yeah, you know, and she and until we were walking through um, and we were visiting family in America walking through customs and she just yelled out penis as we walked up to the guy <laughs> who, was, who was the guy at customs I was like uh oh uh oh this is quite a serious environment but he laughed as well and, and, and another time as well when we were out in town and um, in this sort of uh, courtyard area it's got these fountains and I was looking after her out there while my wife was in a shop and the next thing you know, she'd whipped off all her clothes and she was running through the fountains. And I was like, I was that guy chasing a, a young <laughs> a young daughter around in the thing. I'm like, this is not a great look on any occasion. But it's those sort of things that happen. And I think every parent's got those stories. Yeah. Even another one actually just popped into my head there where, where um, one of them was young and we we're pushing them through a shop. And they must have grabbed like a drink bottle off the shelf that we didn't realize because they were in a pram. And it wasn't until we are out in the middle of the mall. I was like, uh-oh, they've got a drink bottle. That's not our drink bottle. And then so I ran back to the shop and gave it back. And the lady was lovely, but I just felt like she was like, that guy off TV just stole a drink bottle and now he's got remorse. <laughs> <laughs> he's blamed on a kid who no one saw happen and now I'm bringing that back. So, yeah, I guess that... She's like, times are tough for this guy. I mean, you just have it, mate. Have I know, it. <laughs> I know, exactly. She almost like, get out of the shop. Yeah, so those things, I guess, yeah, maybe a few more people from time to time, yeah, you know, do know who I am. But I think every parent feels like that where your kid's having a tantrum and, and that happens. Fortunately, now it's probably me having the tantrums uh, more than the the kids as they get older because I mean it sounds like you're a pretty fun dad like with those stories but I mean I sometimes you hear about chefs they're out they're making these amazing meals they come home and it's baked beans or <laughs> yeah. you know like the builder who does these amazing jobs and he comes back and the house is falling apart I mean what are you like in dad mode are you sort of fun at home or are you a bit more serious because you've been so fun all throughout the day oh I do feel like a little bit like I was saying before when you when you do work and you like I'm gone in the morning for the radio and you do travel a little bit I do feel like when I do have time with the kids I really want to make the family time 
but you know, something special and I'm probably to go overcompensate. Like we had a holiday a few weeks ago and I was like, I think I made them do an activity. We did an activity every day and they're not always expensive activities, but I just feel like I like that sense of like, oh, cool, we did that today. Mm. And I do sometimes feel like when you're at home, it's easier to slip into like, I just need to check that email or I just need to do this thing or the washing is piling up. So I do like to try and go, well, let's go to the beach or let's go for a walk or let's do something that you can feel a bike ride or something that you've done something together to kind of connect so do still like to having that fun and, and hanging out but then there are times as well you know every parent you've got to be you know the put your foot down or have those conversations or talk through those things as kids and those conversations change a lot as they get older and the, the things you talk about and you don't you don't always get it right but um you know sometimes you're like oh we said that we should have said that but yeah you try and navigate that so you can't just be like you say before you can't be the person i'm on tv or radio all the time no one would want to be around me if i was like that all the time so you do have moments where you're you're fun and you're out there and we're doing stuff and you have the mo- the real moments like everyone else you know and it's lovely that you've really invested in it, Ben, because sometimes as they get to that preteen or teenage, they you start to think that they don't want to spend time with you. But actually, if you just keep sort of front-footing it yeah. and making it quite natural, they do actually want to spend time with you. And they do. You, may, you might have done a few too many activities, but the fact that you are front-footing it is awesome because it's staying in the arena. And even just kids. the difference of what you, what they want to do too, again, from their personalities. Um, you know, it's like we did that in the holidays a while back and it was like, what, we can choose one activity? Uh, mm. You know, and I think Sienna was like, I want to go to the arcade. And we're like, cool. And then Indy was like, I want to get a book out from the library. And, you know, and that's their personalities and that's what they wanted to do and that's what mattered to them. And it's kind of cool to go, well, that's, We'll, we'll do both those things with them, you know, if we're lucky enough to do it. So noticing the different personalities of your girls, do you find it easier to relate to one more than the other? Uh, de- depending on, no, I don't think so, because they, they're probably, they, they again, they're probably a make, they're a makeup of my wife and I, but also I feel like I can see myself in a lot of ways in both of them. Mm. Probably, I guess, with the job that I'm lucky enough to do with radio and TV and from time to time and, and social media, Sienna is definitely, I see a lot of her in that she's, she's, I mean, they're both growing up with uh, around me being on TV, like, well, when I was on TV, not for a while now, um, but, you know, <laughs> but in that sort of environment for a while and kind of growing up around it and we've kind of, we talk, my wife and I, all the time about what things we want them to be, if they're going to be part of and all that, and that conversation keeps happening now with the kids, but they've kind of been around that for a while and Sienna in particular, the oldest is really, I mean, that's kind of, you don't want to push them into that, but that's definitely something that she loves um, as, as performing. She's she's a really good actor um, and I don't have many skills and that's not me being modest. I just don't have many skills, but um, but I do, I can help her read lines or, you know, do some stuff like that and, and that, you know, for the acting or presenting and stuff. So I feel like we can kind of bond over those moments. She has the same agent as me and I always get excited when I get a call and I'm like, oh, <laughs> audition. Oh, that's for seeing her. All right, I can take her to this audition. So yeah, that side of her, I, you know, bond over. But then Indy, I feel like probably the side of uh, me that a lot of people wouldn't see is probably I do like to be quite organised and quite being on top of stuff. And she's got that that personality that I said before with the Google Docs and I can see all that. She loves getting up. She's like, I love getting up early and we'll get this thing done and we'll sort this, you know. And that's really cool. She's such a really awesome creative writer and she's really great at editing stuff as well as getting into her drama and stuff now as well. But she's really got that side of her. I feel like she'll be running the company and she'll be doing all those things. So I feel like we definitely have that that side of 
things as well and we can kind of bond over that mm. and what, what she does as well. She loves being early and all those sorts of things that I like to be as a person, you know, and I was like, well, that's cool that, you know, as I said before, she'll sit, put herself to bed if she's tired. So I think it's kind of cool that you kind of, but not everyone would see that, those sides of me, I guess, in, in some ways. It almost feels like she could be your agent. Like, you, yeah. you know, like, you know, we're sorted. Oh, we're totally. Yeah, yeah. She's the smartest one out of all of us. Take a good sure. cut. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how do you navigate that? Because both your daughters are a bit on social media and they're, you know, following in your footsteps a bit. And I'm sure there's a percentage that you're really proud and a percentage that's really freaked out by that. Yeah. What are this, is the conversation with them around social media and following in your footsteps in a way to, to help navigate that for them? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, as I said before, it's not something we – yeah, we talk about it all the time, and it wasn't something that I feel like they have they have to do or anything like that. I mean, Sienna really, really does love it, and Indy will will do will love doing stuff with us. But we will talk about stuff if there's a potential thing we can do, and there's also times you don't want to share everything with mm. it. So it's trying to work out what's what they're into. There was a time for a little bit that Indy was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do th- this for a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. No one's pushing anyone into doing it. And then she was like, uh, a year or so after that, she was like, oh, I want to do some more of that, you know? So it's kind of just working out as they go through various stages as well, you know, how much they want to be involved, if any of that. And there's like, there's other parents that won't, you know, they have different philosophies and you just need to kind of, I guess, work out what's right for you and what you feel is right as a family. And hopefully looking back, they won't, they'll be happy with the decisions we made. My wife and I were always talking about these things and how, um, how things could affect them or particularly now I feel like as a parent, you know, when I was back in the day, I was probably doing a lot more sillier stuff on TV and radio, but now you feel like, well, it's, it's more than just me out mm. there, you know. Now I don't want my kids to be like, oh, your dad's, you know, you know. I mean, I can be the lame dad, that's fine. I'm happy to be that. But you don't want them to even feel like, oh, dad, come on, you know. <laughs> Infect their lives as well. So those things definitely weigh on your mind too as a parent. Now it's not just all about me. It's about how, you know, my wife, my family, um, what I do, you know. As you get older, you don't want to be, you can't be that same person you were 15, 20 years ago or so. I think we make big adjustments as parents and I'll often say to families I'm working with that parenting is probably your biggest invitation to grow and you find that your kids sort of um, bump up into stuff and you think actually you know I'm I'm struggling with that or I don't like that about myself and you often do a bit of personal work as well. But in terms of worrying about your girls, is that something you feel you you, you do, or Amanda worries? Is there? I'm probably the bigger worrier in the uh, the household as well. Yeah, I think and just in general, um, particularly going into the the teenage years, I think it is every parent, but every stage. I mean, when you first, as you know, you all know, when you first the first child, you bring them home, you you worry if you what if you what you're going to do is right, how you do it. I remember that moment just getting seen home from the hospital after a couple of days. We were in there and just closing that door and it was just my wife and I and Sienna and we're like it's just us now it's just us. you know that real realization of like oh we're whatever we do is is always you know there's no one here to really hold a hand and sort of tell, help us through so you know and I think every parent probably feels that and and it changes from each stage into sort of that worry of like oh what's this thing on and being able to you know, trust them and to, to hope that you've given them all the tools they need, but they're growing up and they're learning things as well. And those, those, the emotions and all those things come into it as they go through all those stages. So it is, it is, yeah, it's weird. It's, um, and you can't, uh, you want to, as a parent, you want to protect them and you want to be there and you want to help them out. Remember when Sienna was quite, was quite young, she didn't get invited to a party and she's like, can you, can you ring them? 
you know, dad. And I was like, no, I can't really ring them. You know, those lessons along the way, you just want to ring them, but you're like, I can't be that um, that, that person. Jeez, I'm always crying. Jeez, um, you got me crying, Dan. <laughs> yes. uh, no. uh, yeah, so those things as a parent, you can't, you know, you can't protect them all the way through, but mm. you can do as much as you can, but mm. you can't, you know, and so it's those sort of moments along the way that, you want to be there and you want to go, oh, I want you to go to this party because all your friends are, mm. but it doesn't, you know, you can't, yeah. you can't do it all. There's some real hard stuff there where you've got the tension of kind of giving them their wings and yeah. helping them grow and develop and kind of handle dis- big disappointments, but it breaks your heart. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, you just do want to ring or email or create your <laughs> own home party or something True. that you just want to be fills the parent that does that. I mean, she, fortunately, she is very, you know, very sociable and she does kind of roll with, a lot. I do remember another time we um, we took her to a party, and for some reason she thought it was a zombie party. Um, <laughs> and she was like, "It's got a zombie party. It's a thing." So we we like ripped this princess dress she had and put her hair all t- you know out there and put some makeup on, so she looked all like she looked a mess. She looked like a huge night out in town or something. And then we turned up there, and no one was dressed up. It wasn't a zombie party at all. And I remember this is Sienna's personality looking at Sienna, and uh, she must have been about six or seven. I was like, "Do you want to go home and get?" Changed. She's like, no, I'm fine. Uh, and went in there and, you know, left her there for a couple of hours with the thing. And she was like, yeah, she's great. She had a great time, you know. So she kind of just rolled with that, which I was very pleased to see oh, as well. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, I love, you know, like what you're talking on, like with little kids and they come in with their fingers and it's like they push, you know, and prod and they find areas that, like you were saying, that you haven't healed. Or um, And yeah. I was amazed someone so little, I think he, my boy was like two or three, and he could make me feel so angry. I'm like, <laughs> like rage at times. I'm like, how are you making me feel like these big emotions? Has there been any surprises for you as a parent like that? I mean, every everything, every stage you, you kind of learn and you go through all the those things and and I guess surprise as you're saying before you look at yourself and and all those things are reflections on on what you do and your and way you parent and things will change as they go so I guess probably what I was as 10 years ago what I am now it's it's probably changed and that's probably surprised me in some regards you kind of yeah you're more across this one thing than you might have been 10 years ago or you're less on I guess just as you go no real big examples but just as you go you kind of subtly work out what changes from one I guess from parent uh, from child to child and also how you parent as well as they get to those new stages as those scary stages like teenage (laughs) years that I'm oh geez yeah Mm. I love something that we always ask our guests is where do you find the mess in your parenting journey and in life and where do you find the magic? So like for me, putting my kids to sleep at night and having those cuddles and reading that book, that for me is magic. Like the day can have been like chaos, but that is just these moments. That's cool. Um, For you, where do you find the mess and, and the magic? It's it's a it's a really good question. Um, I think something I've really learned is finding almost the magic in in the mess or the thing that you didn't think it was going to be. Um, we had after lockdown, we hadn't been, you know, we'd obviously with Auckland had all those lockdowns and families, <laughs> which was great, really great. Again, you found magic in those family times, you know, and that was a really bonding time for us, even though we couldn't, you, know, you couldn't go out and you couldn't go. So it was finding that sort of magic and 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 when things were, were a mess and we really got together making, you know. You couldn't go out to a restaurant, so you make your own family restaurant, or couldn't go to the movies, so you made your own family, and that was again that was a real good lesson, and you know, and particularly with the kids, um, 
we when we did get out of lockdown we um uh, i think it was we went to queenstown for a holiday and we hadn't been for probably a year or two years and it was awesome and we were like well we get to go away and I was like, again, activities guy. I was like, all right, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna go zip lining. We're going on the luge or whatever it was, because we hadn't been anywhere for a while. And I remember saying to my my daughter Sienna and Indy, um, it must have been a couple of nights before we were leaving. I was like, what's been your favourite thing so far? And Sienna was like, oh, I love the zip lining. I'm that's cool. Oh, that's good. I love that too. And I said to Indy, and she said, oh, when we sat on the beach and we fed the ducks, and that was like, that was a really cool like little realization that. We bought a 50 cent thing that you had to feed the ducks with. And she, that was her favorite thing because the ducks ate out of her hand. And I was like, oh, that just was a real realization of what they enjoy and what they're into. And it didn't need to cost anything. It just was time with us and time with something different. And that was pretty, I wish she'd told me that before. I'd booked the luge and all those <laughs> other things as well. It's such a good question to yeah. ask you kids. Because we, we tend to think that the uh, the items that are going to cost more money will be the, the thing that they love. So we will encourage parents to even ask their, their kids every now and then, what do you most enjoy about being in this family? Oh, and really just question. sort of sitting back and thinking, oh, it's not that, that I've, you know, wallpapered your room. Or yeah. it, it might be that, you know, you take them to school in the morning and you have a chat. So it's it's good to get the insights from your kids. Hopefully they want to be in your family, I guess is probably the thing. I'm like, I don't want to have too many home truths yeah. in that one. Um, I always think about too, like, who's your community? So you've talked a bit about your, your parents. I mean, who kind of helps you come alongside? I mean, me and my nana, like, she's one of my best friends. And I love the conversations. Like, there's never any judgment. And I go to her with everything. That's cool. Who have you got around your girls? And that sort of helps you so you can go have dates with your wife. And, and that, that helps around the home. And uh, we very lucky to have my um, my wife's mum uh, Joyce. Um, she's she's awesome. She's um, she lives in Auckland, where you not far far from us. So she helps out in the mornings as well because I'm. I work radio in the mornings, used to work the afternoons, so um, now I get the fun part of the day where hopefully most days I can get to pick them up, so I get the fun. I don't have to worry about the uh, you know, the, the morning rush and getting you, put your shoes on and put your hair on, although uh, to be fair, my, my kid's are actually pretty organised in, in that regard, So, but she comes over um, still at the moment We because um, she loves being part of it too, which um, in the mornings and helping out as well because they're going to different schools and different buses and things like that, so we're very, very lucky to have that um, that part um yeah to have her in our lives and to help out with that but yeah so we definitely have friends and stuff as well you talk about but I think it's a conversation particularly for guys you could help, probably have a lot more about parenting and, and stuff because you know like you all want to do the best job but maybe it's not the thing that you talk about when you get together and and maybe it's something that you can have have a lot more and with your dad friends Ben what's some sort of wisdom that you would would you share anything with them about if they were just starting out on their parenting journey what would you what would you tell them? Oh, it's, it's yeah, as I said before, it's a cliche and everyone says it goes fast. It goes fast and every stage is cool though. And, that, and that's what I've loved is every stage you get to that different stage as they go and that's and that's pretty cool and trying to enjoy those stages. You even look back at photos and it makes you quite emotional. You're like, oh, that's when they were this little or they did this thing and that's, and that's cool. I mean, I'm at the stage now where um, they're they're outsmarting me on a regular basis. My kids, that'll happen eventually as well. Like the uh, the iPad thing uh, in the hallway. That's definitely one. Or Sienna, we were like uh, a few weeks ago. I was like, oh, maybe because Indy's such a good reader. I was like, maybe we can get you reading. She's like, I've read heaps today. And you're like, oh, really? What have you read? She's like, oh, I had the subtitles on Netflix. I read two shows. <laughs> you're like, well, I don't know if that's actually. I don't know if that's actually it. But yeah, but you learn that. You learn those things along the way, and even. 
even myself who um, I learned recently that I'm, you know, you get that stage where you're like, oh, I th- thought I was not cool because I don't think I've ever been cool, but I could I could pull off a bucket hat or I could wear this thing. And now I look at myself and I'm like, oh, geez, I, I'm, not, I'm even saying I can't wear it out of the house. Not even my kids were saying it to me. You get to those stages where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dad now. Here I am. I'm a dad. But it's cool. It's, it's, it's kind of the best the best thing that's happened to me, you know, is as the family and you just want to not screw it up, I guess. I like to, where you're talking about how it's this ongoing conversation and we don't always get it right. And we've got an, another day tomorrow to try and, and to do it better or to change things up. And even I think saying sorry, like we get things wrong. And I, I know like when I was growing up, saying sorry wasn't really the thing to do to yeah. kids. You know, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Um, but I love that that's actually becoming more of a thing now of actually... Owning it. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so as well too. I've sort of tried to do this a bit more and I think it works. It's just kind of, if you are, if I am thinking about something, I try not to think about work or if something or something's worrying me, I will often front foot it with the kids and go, oh, sorry, I'm just thinking about this thing or I'm trying to do this or I'm, you know, just so they know that life is not always, you know, you want your, their life to be fun and to be, but it's not, it's to show that you do have ups and downs. Yep. I think in the past, my parents probably as well would probably want to, I mean, they, they separated when I was uh, 11 and and that was a huge, huge moment in my life. But, you know, they, I guess for a lot of it, they probably, maybe they were having issues and stuff. They tried to protect you from, mm. from that. So it came as a bit of a like, what? Uh, I didn't, you know, mm. see this one coming in. You're a kid, yeah. you're probably oblivious as well. But it's probably to know that, you know, you can have days where you're up and you can have days where you're down as well. And the kids know that, oh, that's okay. You know, I, I think it it's kind of helps. Mm. To make, you kind of go, oh, dad's actually, okay, I get it. You know, so yeah. same as you. And when they have the same things, it's like, Okay, I get it. It's all right. It kind of normalizes mm. that conversation. Yeah, because kids will observe stuff, but they won't always interpret it well. So when you scaffold it like that, you're kind of filling in the missing pieces and they don't have to invent what's going on. And I think it actually makes them feel really safe. There you go. Hey, well, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for having me. For having a few tears. Oh, I don't no, know. If I was trying to look. Were they real tears? Oh, I, know. So I, felt, I felt myself getting emotional there as well. Every now and again, you do that, particularly as a parent. You go, yeah. oh, Pixar movies, that's the other one as well. Every Pixar animated movie, I find myself at the end, it's always about some <laughs> heartfelt story about parents and this. And you're like, oh, geez. Like, the other day, my kids are looking at you like, are you crying at this thing? I'm like, yeah, I'm crying. All right. <laughs> Have you seen Coco? I watched yes. that last weekend yeah. and I bawled. All of them, they get me all the time, those movies. They, yeah, so I'm the one crying. I'm the dad crying in those. Just, just sit here in the movies for a bit longer, guys, before the lights get on. Uh, yeah. One of the things that Ben was talking about was how he gets distracted, um, like all parents do, with his kids, and how he's really good at explaining why he might not have been there for them. And it made me think about how important it is for us to explain things to kids so that they get an understanding of what's going on, but also how sometimes we really need to say sorry to our kids. And I think sometimes we get the sorry half right. It's a really lovely thing to do. Not something to do all the time. You want your kids to have a sense of, you know, you've got some clues about what you're doing. (laughs) But that sense of, I'm sorry for shouting, full stop. Often we'll do, I'm sorry for shouting, but if you had just done what I asked you, I wouldn't have needed to. And unfortunately, when we do that, we actually miss the beauty of a sorry, which really connects to a child. And they, in turn, are learning what sorry is all about and how to do a sorry themselves. 
Gosh, I think we do that with all our relationships, not just with kids, <laughs> with our partner or, or well, mainly with our partner mm. probably, but I, <laughs> okay, sorry. And then zip it. Yeah. <laughs> A big zip it. That's good. Actually, when Ben was talking about that and that being distracted, I've been wrestling with whether to up um, my daughter's days at kindy, she goes two, and whether I should do three. And at that point, when he said about being distracted, I thought, you know what? If I up her to three, then I can actually make sure that I get all my work done when she's at kindy. And then when I'm at home and it's me and her and we only have two days together, I can be more present. So I actually felt um. like I got to make some good life decisions while he was sharing. <laughs> so thanks for the wisdom, Ben. Yeah. I, I love how Ben was talking about the simplicity of, of the magic and the mundane mm. and what kids really remember and what they love and what treasured moments they have with us you know sometimes we think it's these big activities and you know Ben's coming up with all these amazing you know activities every day on holiday but sometimes it's just the the ice cream you know at the end of the day it's very much the simple things that kids will often um, bring up as the thing that they love the most so it, it kind of reminds us to Obviously do the, when we can do the big things, but keep in mind, hold those things lightly because they might just enjoy just as much or even more the fact that you are sitting with them or reading them a story or walking to the dairy for an ice cream. I remember my boy the other day, like we do family movies, but my mum, he had a sleepover at my mum's house and they did a movie in bed and that blew his mind. Mm. It's like, and they had dessert in bed yeah. and he was like, this was the best. And it's something we do all the time, but it was just done slightly different. Yeah. And my husband was really good at doing lots of fun things with the kids when they were little. And, you know, they did get the privilege of going to Disneyland, but one of the things they remembered was that he used to put them to bed in the wrong bed, the wrong place, sometimes at the top of the, the staircase, in the bath, no water, um, outside the front door, somewhere different, and there were peals of laughter, and it wasn't conducive to great sort of sleeping routine. <laughs> but what did I hear them talking about to their friends? Mm. That more than some of the other things we did. I love it. Well, that wraps up another episode of Parents We've Met. As always, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast project of ours. We are loving putting it together for you. Now, we are all about supporting parents on their parenting journey. So if you'd like access to more resources, head over to our website, parentingplace.nz. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're enjoying what we're doing here, we'd love if you could share it on social media or rate and review it on this app.